0: We're coming together to provide modern insight into the power of crystal healing, honoring daily spiritual practice, and why aligning your chakras is more important than keeping up with the Kardashians. Here's your host and crystal bestie,
1: Amanda Nicole. Hey guys, welcome to Go Lately Radio. My name is Amanda Nicole and I am your crystal bestie. In today's episode, we are going to dive into energetically cleansing and clearing crystals and why it is so important to do so. But before we get into that, I want to update you guys on what the next few weeks look like for us because we're leaving Tuesday for Tucson and we will be gone for just under two weeks, which means I will be taking a short break. Um, from recording new episodes, but don't worry because following our trips, I'm like always so super inspired, like more than usual. And I'll just, I just know I'm going to have like a ton of new things that I want to share once we get back and settled, and I will return with lots of new content and lots and lots of crystals. So the Tucson Gem Show is one of my absolute favorite shows. It is extremely long days, um, and it's very energy consuming. So I like to take a few days once we get back for self care and to recharge, um, which actually brings me to today's topic and why crystals need this very same thing. So if you're listening to this podcast, there's a 99.9% chance that you own a crystal or two, <laughs> which means that you've probably at one point or another cleansed them. And when I say cleanse, um, for those of you who are just getting into crystals, I mean, energetically, not physically cleaning them. Um, and. Have you ever stopped to really think about why we do this? Like I had someone just this week tell me that they fully understand the process, but they never have fully comprehended the why, which is a very honest and really a great question. So earlier in that conversation, prior to discussing crystals, and yes, I do talk about other things too sometimes, our friend explained how he finds a solitude as a preferred way to recharge. So I quickly explained to him as best as I knew how that that's exactly what crystals require. Like us, they are always manifesting simply by existing. So now think about when we ask them to work alongside us to manifest even more specifically. Like oh my gosh, I need a break just thinking about all of the work that my crystals do. So another way of thinking about this is, for example, like when we have to charge our cell phones, right? We know that they'll work at 30% or 20%, even down to 1%, which I'm ashamed to say my phone gets down to quite often. Um, But we all know that they work quicker and more efficiently when they're fully charged, right? So we don't need cleanse our crystals as often as we charge our phones, like nowhere near that. I'm not um, saying that you need to constantly be cleansing and clearing crystals, but we do want to stay mindful. So just like the battery life of our phone lowers, um, crystals are constantly working and eventually they need a break. So another example um, is, and I tend to explain the importance of cleansing crystals to others often so what I usually say is like and to make people really kind of understand is how much better do you look feel act after a great night's sleep and how do you look feel and act after many sleepless nights So there's a big difference, right? And think of cleansing your crystals as showing them how much you love and honor their energy and work by allowing them time to connect back to Mother Earth or simply have a day or two or maybe even longer off. So we don't technically need to cleanse our crystals as often as you might think. Um, Honestly, like we kind of intuitively know when our crystals need cleansing because tuning in and feeling their energy, do they sparkle with that aliveness and and do they feel happy and energized and like ready to go? Or do they feel a little bit slow moving and perhaps a little more dull or lacking their natural glow? That's the way that crystals to me indicate like whether or not it's time for a little energetic cleanse. So, the crystals that we're working with daily are really putting in the time and energy. Like, those are the ones that are clocking in <laughs> with us for the day, and I honestly focus the most on those when it comes to cleansing and clearing crystals because and I mean, it changes often, um especially if you have many of them and you're switching them out, but staying focused on the ones that you're currently working with helps to narrow things down a bit. So that doesn't mean that I'm saying to ignore the crystals that you don't have on or with you daily. Um, for my entire collection, I like to follow each full moon as a reminder to check in with all of the crystals and take inventory of like, who wants a moon bath, who wants to go out and kind of like reconnect. Um, but we'll get to that in just a bit. So I don't know. I just believe that you can kind of feel when a stone needs to be cleansed. It's something that you just feel inside. You just know. And some crystal books proclaim that certain stones are self-cleansing, meaning that they never need to be cleansed. I don't agree. Um, I've never met a crystal who over time didn't benefit from being cleansed or charged. That's like saying that a person because of their genetic makeup or personality doesn't need love. I just don't feel that true. So however, there are certain crystals that are known to cleanse other crystals like selenite. And this feels so true for me. So it also happens to be one of my personal favorite cleansing methods. So let's talk about how to cleanse crystals now that we kind of, or at least I hope you understand what it does for the crystals. So To start, there are so many ways and none are right and none are wrong um, as long as they don't hurt or cause damage to the crystal, of course, but I'm going to cover my top three favorite ways. So please keep in mind that there are also other ways to do this and always trust your intuition, do your research and keep in mind that different people prefer different methods. So this is just personal preference. So my top three favorites are under the full moon, with smoke, white sage in particular, um, or on or beside selenite overnight. So with the full moon, you have to be mindful of the weather, of course, the safety of the crystals, and any potential animal friends that may be cruising by. That's just my personal favorite. I feel like giving the crystals back to Mama Earth for the night under the full moon is what they love most. And there is nothing like seeing crystals sparkle the morning after a full moon bath. They are literally so alive And I'm just obsessed with the moon and I feel like there's a reason why it's cleansing nature has been used in rituals for thousands and thousands of years, right? And also, if you aren't able to put your crystals right outside, um, having them on a windowsill or somewhere safe that they can see the moon's light is also an option. And some people will say that this isn't as powerful because it's not as direct, but honestly, I don't fully think those people understand energy because do we not all feel the full moon, even inside? Like when we're in our houses, we can feel when a full moon is, I don't want to say lurking because I love when, (laughs) I love when full moons lurk, but, um, you know what I mean? So in between full moons, or especially when I bring new crystals into our home, because this is my sacred space, I prefer lighting white sage and then allowing the smoke to pass through them. So when it comes to um, smaller crystals like tumbles, um, especially those that I have on me throughout the day, like think of bra babies—they're the ones that you have in your purse or your pocket, or even chakra stones that you're using each day to balance. Like placing those on a selenite plate is. So simple. It is the least time-consuming. Um, think about it like putting the crystals to bed for the night. If you don't already have a selenite plate, we actually sell them. They're only ten dollars, um, and I promise you will use it every day. So it's totally, totally worth the investment. So I feel like putting them to rest and recharge. Well, we do the same. Is also like I don't know. There are crystal babies. Like we put them on their little selenite bed and then we go to bed they go to bed in the morning we wake up we sparkle they sparkle it's like just a vibe so um The other ways to cleanse crystals, some popular or more common, um, are simply holding the intention and visualizing focused energy cleansing the crystal. So this, what it does is it activates its own innate ability to self-cleanse, to, well, it's like you're working with the crystal. Um, I'm a huge believer in visualization, intention setting, energy moving, Um, so that one is definitely something that anyone can do. It doesn't matter if you don't have selenite or white sage and you can't put your crystals outside. It's like holding them and just holding that intention is very, very powerful. So you can also use sound vibration. Um, you can run them under water if it's safe for the crystal to get wet. You can bury them outside in the soil for like a little mini vacation, but just make sure to mark the location because I cannot tell you how many hours I've spent literally digging up our backyard, trying to locate, um, like these little spring break (laughs) runaway crystals. So, um, I don't know, you'll find a favorite and that'll be your go-to like anytime you feel your crystals need some extra TLC, you'll know. And, whatever way feels most natural and you feel most connected is what I recommend. So one thing that I will suggest and I wanted to mention in this episode is that malachite, because it, unlike most crystals actually absorbs energy, we want to always have it working from its highest potential, which means keeping it a clear channel. So malachite, I actually recommend cleansing after every time you use it. Um, That might seem a little aggressive to some people, but I just—it is a very powerful stone, and not to fear if you've had malachite and you've been working with it for a long time without cleansing it. I mean, nothing's nothing bad's going to happen to you or to the crystal. It's just going to feel like heavy and like like it wants to be lighter. So. Um, I love Malachi. I could do an entire episode on Malachi. Maybe I will one day. But another question that I get asked a lot on the topic of cleansing is why people use the term charging instead. In my opinion, the terms cleansing and charging kind of go hand in hand because they're being used to describe a similar practice. So when you cleanse a crystal, you are allowing it to return to its natural state. Crystals, can they do this on their own? Absolutely. And they do. But why wouldn't we want to help them the same way that we would help a loved one, right? So when I use the term charge, personally, I'm referring to either doing this under a full moon or sunlight. So quite literally charging the crystal with the healing provided by both. Just like when we go outside under the moon to kind of like cleanse and clear and kind of like charge ourselves up back with our like inner light, our inner glow, our inner power, right? Or especially if you're somebody who resonates with the sun, which I also do, um I'm a sun I'm a I'm a sun sign. (laughs) I'm a Leo. So um you're filling the crystal up again, you know, like how we take care of ourselves fills us up. And again, it's just, there's so many similarities we share with our crystal companions. And it honestly makes me smile just to think about. And uh, again, (laughs) I know I say this every time, but I just love crystals so much. So hopefully this episode has sparked an interest or even... Um, serves as kind of like a reminder of the importance of taking care of our crystal friends. And it's honestly our responsibility as their keepers for the time that we have them in our lives. And for me, it's it's a forever thing. Um, but we need to make sure that they're well-loved and that they're well-cared for And cleansing your crystals, we know, restores them to their highest potential. And if you understand energy, you just know that this is a recipe for manifesting major magic. So if you have found value in this episode or you know somebody who could benefit from the information that I've shared, forward them this, the link to this episode and tell them to check us out either on here or at go lightly crystals on Instagram. Um, if you've found me through the podcast, please come say hi. I absolutely love to connect with new friends and I want to know who's finding us through go lightly radio. So that's everything that I have for this week. If you missed an episode or two, the next few weeks are your chance to catch up. Um, And then I so look forward to chatting with you guys all again once we return from the Tucson Gem Show. I love you guys and I will be back soon.
0: Thanks so much for listening.